This is Scott McNamara with What's New in Adapted Physical Education. We are here with another new and exciting podcast episode uh, to talk a little bit about, about an organization called AdaptFit in California. Uh, we have two wonderful professionals on here uh, who are also APE teachers, and they're going to talk a little bit about themselves, their background in APE, and then also, um, let's start out with that. Who are you, and, and how did you get interested in APE? Um, my name is Kristen Buenafe. Uh, I actually have always been interested as an undergrad um, in the fitness and nutrition area. And so when I was actually studying nutrition at Long Beach State, I was working at a gym uh, just for kids. And some of the children that started coming to the gym um, had a diagnosis of autism. And it was actually my boss at the time that took notice that I worked well um, with the special needs community. And I started to think about it and thought, there's got to be a program or something out there where I can do this for a living. Um, so I, I literally went to school the next day and I saw a under kinesiology option, uh, adaptive physical education, and I changed my major right then and there. <laughs> um, and I haven't looked back. Um, I've been teaching for six years now in Santa Ana Unified. And I am Susie Bonner, and I am not an EP teacher. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm a jack of all trades apparently. So my background actually is in business. I went to UCLA both for my undergrad and my graduate degree. Um, but really I've just always had a passion for fitness. It's something I've done my whole life. I mean, literally since I was, you know, in, in junior high, I've been very passionate about fitness. And, um, when I had my second son and learned he was diagnosed with autism, um, that became sort of my, uh, my second passion in life was really trying to understand how I could better help him. And as he started to mature, I, you know, really broadened, I guess, my world in terms of what was coming down the line for him. And so um, I had the very good fortune of meeting Kristen at the gym that we both work out at. And I think just like minds found each other and our common passion for um, fitness and helping people with special needs really just came together. So I, I do have my um, personal training certification. I have certifications in other group fitness exercise, um, but really it wasn't my intended career, uh, unlike Kristen, who just knew <laughs> that that was what she wanted to do at a very young age. So um, for me, it's, it's very, very personal. It's very personal. It's for my son. And, um, you know, I hope that I'm not only creating a path for him from a work perspective, but really just setting an example for him and, and providing a place that not only he can come to when, you know, he wants to work out, but, you know, for everyone who sort of has the same situation that he has, where maybe it's a little tough to go to um, a typical big box gym, or, you know, you don't get the same opportunities to do, you know, the, the exercises and the, and the formats that we provide if you're trying to do that at home. So really, again, for me, it's very, very personal. That, that, that's wonderful, um, and I actually like that. I like that collaboration of uh, having a business model. I think that sometimes in our field of APE, we're always so focused in the school that we don't always see that community-based section. And, and having someone with a business mind uh -huh. is probably quite helpful. 
Um, all right, so you both, uh, you started this Adapt Fit, and I will have a, a link to that in uh, the show notes and uh, for everyone to check out. But can you talk a little bit about what is Adapt Fit? Like what, and then like what it is generally, what does a typical day look like? Sure, um, a typical day. Gosh, I don't think there's ever a typical day. <laughs> Um, we, we have a schedule on paper, but, you know, things are always moving and shifting. But um, for our, so let me maybe start with just what our mission and goals are. I mean, our intent is, as I said, to provide um, access. You know, I think so many of um, our, our friends that do have special needs are limited in terms of what they can achieve or where they can really practice um you know, exercise and, and focus on their own physical fitness. And some of that is, you know, not having a place where either their behaviors or their abilities are accepted or tolerated um, or can be supported. But also I think there's just an intimidation factor for those that care for them, right? And trying to take them into maybe a typical setting um, and to, to work with them. And so, you know, our, our primary goal really is to provide a place um, because it just, it really doesn't, it's not very common. I won't say it doesn't exist. There certainly are more and more, I think, people um, catching on to the fact that this is so important. Physical fitness is important for everyone. It's not, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, what you are, what condition you have. Some level of fitness is really important just for um, not only your physical health, but your mental health as well. And so we really, really believe that there are cross-benefits um, to exercising, you know, whether it's, again, impacting their mood with, you know, boosting their endorphins or um, being able to generalize some of the skills that we practice in our classes, whether it's motor planning or bilateral coordination or just even following instructions and, and processing instructions, all of that is just uh, you know, great skills that they can carry over into different facets of their life. So um, you know, first and foremost, we care about fitness, but again, we do believe there are just a, a broad range of benefits that come with that. So, um, for the most part, our program is designed to provide a group exercise uh, class setting. So we do provide privates and semi-privates, but, but primarily um, our service is, is a group exercise class. And um, twofold, you know, again, we feel like we can service more people that way, and that's really our goal is to provide the benefit to as many people as possible. But also, there's just a, a wonderful socialization aspect to that. I know when I work out, I have um, a lot more success and accountability if I'm working out with someone else and someone else is expecting me to be there and it's just more fun. So um, we really enjoy having, uh, you know, a, a broad cross-section of, of people and, and diagnoses and abilities in our classes because I think it really has um, the effect of, of providing everyone with a sense of it doesn't matter, you know, what you, what you can or can't do, right? We're here, we're all here and kind of doing our very best. So um, typical days is we have two classes a day. Um, we try to structure our classes in a way that they make sense. So you might have a power class, which is a, a weight uh, lifting class at like say four o'clock. And then right after we might do something more of a high impact cardio or a spin class, something like that. Um, so we try to pair things up that again, make sense that you would see in a typical gym. Um, and that really enables our members to get the most out of their memberships, but also it allows their parents and caregivers a little bit of a break. So to the extent we have a member who can be um, independent and is able to 
uh, performing class without any supervision or support beyond you know what we provide, then again, their caregiver or parent can really um, leave them with us knowing they're doing something very healthy and productive and that they're in a safe environment. And so um, that was really the intent of the way we built our schedule. That's wonderful. Um, I, I want to know, like, so, and I know you talked a little bit about, you know, that you have a child with autism and such, um, but why did you feel like you were, you, you needed to build this organization? Like, what were some of those things? And, and like, yeah, tell me a little bit about why and, and how you got started as an organization. Okay, well, I think actually Kristen can start with her story because, you know, what we always say is this was this is a dream that just keeps getting more hands involved. Um, that it, there is a journey and a story involved with it. And it's it's been, what, four, five years in the making? Yeah, I mean, or longer. 2011. Yeah. yeah, so it's, it's, wow. there's been a long journey. And, and I think with each person that's sort of... Um, come along the way and added to it it's grown and morphed and changed into what it is today and we fully expect that to continue to evolve but I think Kristen would be the best to sort of talk about the roots and the origin of it yeah um so back oh, nine years ago <laughs> um in 2011 um it was actually Joyce Sakai who I'm sure you probably know um at Long Beach Unified School District she used to be an, an APE teacher there, um, and at the time that she was there, a lot of parents reached out to her, as we mentioned already before, the, the options, you know, become thinner as, the, as our community gets older. Uh, there's not as many parks and rec options out there. So what Joyce decided to do was start a program um, called Fitness and Multi-Sport Class, once a week through Long Beach uh, Parks and Rec. And at the time, I was actually going to be um, student teaching the following uh, school year. So she reached out to me and um, one of my really good friends if we would help support her um, with this program and getting it started. So at the time, it was uh, once a week for an hour. You know, half the class was fitness, the other class was a sport. So very much like uh, adaptive physical education, what we do in school. Um, and then after some time, um, Joyce um, was having her baby. So I um, and myself and my friend decided to continue to the program since we, it was going so well. And of course, we were enjoying it. And after a little more time, my friend um, actually got a job in San Diego. So then I had somebody else join me. So I really couldn't have, there's no way I could do this program alone. Um, I've had so much support. And we continued at the at Long Beach Parks and Rec until actually about a few years ago. Almost three years yeah, ago. Three yeah, three years ago. Um, Susie and myself, coincidentally, started working out at, um, at a gym. Uh, right, yeah, right around the same mm -hmm. time. Um, and... The, at the time, the gym itself expanded space, and the owner was very, very generous and offered. He knew what I was what I was doing, the program, and he offered uh, to share his equipment with my program. So it was at that time I decided to move it over, since I was working with the same group um, from the very beginning. They're getting older. I felt like it was much more appropriate for them to start to learn how to use equipment properly 
and hopefully that they could, of course, become healthy and happy and just starting to build more strength overall. Um, and so that's kind of how we ended up where we are. Yeah. And so um, the, the owner of the gym, his name is Mesa, and he is our, the third partner in, in our trio here. Uh, and, and like Kristen said, he really opened the door to bring the program into, you know, an actual physical facility. And I think it really changed a lot for the members. I think, it, yeah. I mean, Kristen had a great program, don't get me wrong, but I think it really gave them a sense of ownership. It gave them a sense of this is where I'm going to come every day, every week, whatever, you know, their schedule allows. Um, and it really just kind of gave them a home. And, and I think you, you really see that we call it gym pride when they come in. <laughs> And the really, really cool thing is because, um, you know, we were associated with a gym that was really for, you know, the neurotypical population, it really also provided a, an opportunity for inclusion. So our members are coming in the same door that, you know, other gym members are coming in and yeah, they're going to a different class, but everybody knows their names. They say hi, they feel very welcome. And so um, I was, you know, witnessing this <laughs> and I was like, so tell me more about this and, you know, let's, let's talk about what we could do because at the time there were just two classes a week yes um and then you know I said you know we really got to expand this they need more we need more we need to provide more opportunities I wanted to expand the age group um you know the number of classes we were providing and so Mesa and I just started talking about how we could do this and um we decided to to really test it and um we launched then two more classes mm -hmm. And that went really well. And then we added another class. <laughs> and so we got to a point where we were kind of really stretching the options in, in his location because, you know, he was running classes for his business. And then we were, you know, really kind of pushing the limits, like I said, in terms of adding more and more adaptive classes. And so we took a leap of faith. And I really believe in this because I see how important it is um, for our members. And like I said, for me, the, the personal side of it is, you know, my son is, is, I even hate to use this term because I don't know what, what high functioning or moderately functioning means to, you know, any given person. Um, but, you know, he's somewhere in that, in the middle. He's, we, we call him a tweener. So um, I do have concerns. I have very, you know, big concerns as a mom as to what he's going to do with his future. And while I work really hard during the day and at night and on weekends to make sure that I can secure his future financially. I really want to make sure that he has a purpose. My, my goal in life is to make sure that he has um, something he can do, is proud to do, and, you know, is able to contribute and give back. And so I do hope that, um, you know, we have a very long future at Adaptit, and by the time he's ready to take it over, it's going to be something that he can continue um, and, you know, kind of keep our dream going. So for me, I think giving him purpose is really my purpose. And, and that's what, what drove me anyways. And so, you know, between the three of us, Kristen, myself and Mesa, I think we all come from very different backgrounds, but we all have the same passion and belief in this. And so that's really been our secret to success is just, you know, having that, that passion. People feel it when they walk in the door, they totally get it. They know we're doing this because we really care. Um, and I think that's really what differentiates us, I mean, among other things. <laughs> I think it's a huge piece of it, just like anybody going to the gym, you know, you build friendships, you build a community. 
And I do feel like for a lot of our members, it's like a, it's like a second home. It is to a lot of us. It is. Um, it's I, been really fun. <laughs> I think it's re really great that you're doing this. And I, one thing I really like is it seems like you're gotten a lot of success um, in this. You know, you started out small and then you kept building and building. And that that's really great because, um, you know, there are agencies that I've connected with, but really big ones. Like, I'm not sure if you're familiar with like Lakeshore Foundation, which is a, like the biggest probably um, adapted sport, you know, uh, physical activity one in Alabama in the nation. But, you know, they're successful and they're, they're always making new programs. But when I talk to smaller, like kind of like what you're doing, um, you know, sometimes I, I find that that's, there's a lot of struggle um and getting the kids out there even sometimes so that's great that it sounds like you all have a really like engaged community it, it has been great and i think you know again a lot of that credit goes to just who i think each one of us you know our own experiences and kind of what we bring to the table i mean kristen has you know, a wonderful and amazing network within the ape community because she's a rock star in that community <laughs> um you know, having a child myself, you know, on the spectrum, I've had the opportunity to work with various therapists, and I know lots of other parents and families. And so, um, you know, I, I am able to bring that network to the table. And then, you know, Mesa's been in the fitness industry for over 10 years. His gym has been very successful. They're in their sixth year. So he has a very strong following and a strong community within the fitness world. So, I mean, I think bringing all those three things together has been really critical for us. Um, and, and certainly I can't thank our parents and families mm -hmm. enough. They, once people come, it's really hard for them not to see the value. And I think that's, you know, what we're most proud of is it, once they're, they're here, which that can be a challenge, like you said, it's hard because, you know, families have either so much going on that they just can't fathom finding time in the schedule to do one more thing. Um, but I think a lot of it is they don't necessarily understand the benefits or they even what I found is when we are meeting new clients, sometimes they worry that their son or daughter will not be able to do what it is we're doing. And, you know, it takes some time for us to assure them that that's kind of our whole goal. We're adapted. We're really trying to make sure that it's individualized and available and accessible to everyone, regardless of what they're capable of doing. Um, because over time, they always surprise not only us, but I think their families in terms of what they're able to do. And I think um, bouncing off of that, the way that we are able to be successful with adapting and modifying is that we do offer um, consultations. So we really get to meet the family, you know, meet hopefully our future members um, and really reassure the, the families that we do care and we're here to help them be successful. You said that that's a consultation is what you're offering? Yes. Can you explain? Yeah, so for all of our new new clients, before we kind of throw them into the deep end of the pool, we do um, offer a, a free consultation as well as the first class for free. Because um, we really want it to be kind of a no-risk situation. So, you know, we feel like once they get here and they understand the value and they see what we're doing, uh, it, it you know, we hope that it's an easy decision for them, you know, given what we believe is a, a lot of value for, um, you know, what, what our rates are. So it's been, it's been a really successful, I think, um, tool for us. And it does allow us to get to know everyone on a one-on-one -on -one basis. So actually, I was doing a consultation the other night um, with a member, a, a new client that was referred by one of our existing members. 
um, that existing member came in and their family was sort of sitting in and listening in. And I was commenting to her and telling her how well her daughter had done the week before, which is true. When her daughter first came to us, she was very unmotivated. It was very, very challenging to kind of get her to do um, the work that we were asking her to do. And, and she gave up very easily. I think she just tired easily. She got frustrated. She really wasn't interested. Um, so we've been now working with her for, it's coming up on a year, but we're not quite at a year. And I was just so impressed by her change in attitude more than anything. I mean, you can definitely see the change in her body composition and share her ability to do things. Um, she, she has a processing disorder. And so learning how to do certain moves is challenging for her, but she has gotten down so much of what we teach. But most importantly, we were doing something really challenging last week. And I asked her, I gave her options. Do you want to keep doing this? Or do you want to do the alternate version, which was easier? And she said, no, I want to keep doing this. And to me, that was just like the biggest win because she had just such a huge change in attitude and she was motivated and she wanted to do the harder thing. Um, the other thing I wanted to, to say is the other thing that we feel like really differentiates us is um, the quality of our staff. So as I said, Kristen's a rock star in the AP <laughs> community. <laughs> but we are very careful with the people we bring on board to, to teach our classes. And we want to make sure that they're as passionate and skilled um, you know, as, as possible and that we, we bring people who just get it. I always say I, I need people who get it. I need people who um, are like-minded and are going to maintain the quality and integrity of what we're trying to do. And so um, two of our coaches are also um, in the field of occupational therapy. Uh, we have our, our cardio kickboxing instructor who's worked with kids with special needs for, for many, many years, and he teaches kids of all ages. So, um, and we also have uh, one of our other trainers. She is an educator and has a, her degree in kinesiology. So we have a very, very um, talented, degreed, <laughs> and experienced staff. That's awesome. It's not, yeah, it sounds like you all are really successful and uh, have really thought this out, which is great. Now who, now, who exactly is coming and, and engaging uh, in this? Like, is it uh, students? Is it adult? Like, adults, older adults? And like, maybe what kind of disabilities do you see? Well, um, most of our classes, the majority, are for 12 years and older. Um, so, right, actually, currently, this month, our oldest member is going to be turning 50 years old so <laughs> we're definitely going to be celebrating that but in in one class we could have a 12 year old and a 50 year old so we really make sure that we modify and like I said adapt our lessons um, for our members um, we do have a variety of diagnosis for our members um, there's uh, cerebral palsy we have members with autism uh, Down syndrome, those are the, the most. The majority, uh, yes. And we do have numbers. others that suffer from seizures and traumatic brain injury. Um, I mean, ADD, ADHD, I know, intellectual disabilities, all, all kinds of things. And, and in some cases, some of them overlap, you know, mm -hmm. I think. Uh, but I would say the overwhelming majority of our clientele currently have autism. Um, which is why we're we're actually pretty active in in the autism community. We're we're big supporters of Autism Speaks. Um, the last couple of years, we've been the top one of the top teams, if not the top team in the in the Orange <laughs> County Autism Speaks Walk. And this last year, we were very very fortunate to be a recipient of um, a grant from Autism Speaks for 
for all the work we're doing in the community and, and for um, those affected by autism. So we're really lucky that we were able to uh, earn that grant and, and get more equipment for our members. Awesome. I, I, uh, I just have a few more questions, but like I want to know a little bit more now maybe about like what type of classes, I know you're saying that you're offering classes, are, all they, are they all the same? Are you offering different types? And then maybe also uh, if you could also talk a little bit about maybe some of the specific types of adaptations that you're doing in the classes. Maybe I'll take the class uh, descriptions yes. and then you can talk about the adaptations. Sure. And um, so, no, we do not offer the same classes. We're actually very passionate about making sure that we provide a wide variety of formats. Um, you know, we believe in, in functional fitness and therefore you really got to work all parts of your body. Um, and we also want to provide variety to our clients. I mean, just like the neurotypical population, you know, would love to have um, you know, variety in their workouts, we feel like our members deserve the same. So uh, we actually offer, let's see, how many different formats do we have? One, two, three. We have eight different formats. Um, so we, we do a balance class, which is really, you know, just that. It's focused on um, exercises that challenge and improve balance, coordination, um, strength. So doing a lot of maybe one-legged things or, um, you know, just various exercises, again, that are going to challenge them from a balance perspective. We do uh, a cardio kickboxing class, which is really fun. Um, there's a little more choreography involved in that. We also give them an opportunity to put on boxing gloves if they'd like to. We have a boxing bag. Um, so really, I try to tailor that class to whoever is attending and, and, you know, what it is they're looking for and, and what parents are comfortable with. Um, we do a core class a couple times a week. We really think that that's an important, um, you know, area for them to work on. So many of our clients suffer, which I think everybody does, suffers from poor posture because in this day and age where so many of us are bent over a device or a computer, you know, we tend to slouch quite a bit. But I think, you know, we, we do see that a lot of our clients um, suffer from poor posture. And that can really become a problem over time, especially as they get older. And again, we're very, very focused on functional fitness and just to be able to carry your groceries in and out um, of the house or, you know, kind of just getting about your day. We really want to make sure that their core is strong. So we do provide that a couple times a week. We have um, a HIIT class, which is high intensity interval training. There's a lot of evidence um, out there that high intensity interval training is one of the more effective uh, formats for weight loss. And so, um, you know, there's, again, a lot more high impact um, exercises in there but they are um, alternated with lower impact exercises so that you can kind of bring that heart rate up and then um, allow it to come back down again with, uh, with the goal of, of burning fat. We have a power class where um, we teach our members the proper form to use the different equipment as Kristen talked about. And again, you know, with the, the goal of building strength and, and muscle mass. And really, again, we're not expecting any of our members to become bodybuilders now if that's what their goal was we definitely would love to help them do that but you know it's really about achieving lean body um, mass and so you know you can't really burn fat effectively if you don't have lean muscle and so we really encourage them to um, you know push themselves we don't we don't want anyone to do overdo it and so we we were really um, I think adept at knowing what our clients can handle in terms of weight and so that's uh, a really great class for our members. Um, spin is one of our most popular classes, <laughs> so we're very fortunate that um, we, we do have access to 12 spin bikes through Mesa's gym, and our members get to use those uh, two to three times a week, depending on the schedule. 
but typically it's full. That class is always very popular. And I think they're just very successful um, being on a stationary bike. You know, I think the repetitive motion, number one, is, is helpful, but we, we change it up during the class and they're on and off the bike. They're also using some light weights to work on their upper body as well. And then um, two of our classes that we're really, really proud of is um, one is our yoga. And we call that yoga for all because it's one an opportunity for us to kind of give back to our family members as well. So our yoga for all class is for our members, but we also invite them to bring um, a parent or a caregiver or a friend or family member with them to practice. And so, you know, we know that, you know, caring for others with special needs can be stressful as well. And so we wanted to give them an opportunity to come and practice yoga um, alongside them and we don't charge the family member. We also have uh, our Adapt Friends workout. And so that is every other Friday and it's our little party. <laughs> um, but that's an inclusion workout that we, we love to do. And that's actually happening, um, I think, next Friday mm -hmm. night. Yeah, so we do it every other Friday night. And we invite members from our, our partner's gym, we call it our sister gym, to work out with our members. And so it's a, it's a cardio or a high-intensity interval training workout. But again, we, we invite um, our members to work out with our partner's gym members. And it's, it's a really great opportunity, I think, for uh, you know, us to build awareness within our community and acceptance and, and our members just love it. They just think it's, you know, the best because again, I think that gives them a sense of independence and really being part of a bigger gym community and not just their own. Okay. I'm going to let Kristen okay. talk about how we adapt things. <laughs> well, in a, I'm going to add to one more thing that we actually are going to be starting is uh, another social aspect, um, adapt fun. That's right. Yes. Um, actually, we're going to start it next week. It's, um, we're going to Friday night have some of our members are welcome to come and enjoy a movie and some snacks and just get to hang out with their friends. So it's just another fun addition that they get to do. And we promised them it wouldn't just be carrot sticks. We let them have a pass on one night. That's funny. Um, and then to go off of that about modifying and adapting um, the classes, of course, there's the obvious, which anybody would do um, using heavier or lighter equipment. Um, but we also use, I like to use pool noodles, actually, just like I'm sure many APE teachers do um, as a visual, as a guide. Uh, for instance, um, I had a student that was struggling just verbalizing or me showing them how to do high knees. Um, you know, not lifting their knees as high as I wanted them to and as high as I know they could do. I just brought the simple visual pool noodle out, you know, make sure you hit your knee to the pool noodle, and then he was a pro, <laughs> and it was so much easier for him. Um, we also get to know them better, and we get to know their limits, so just knowing their body language, like for instance, tonight, um, one of my members, she's, she's newer, and so we know not to push too hard at the beginning, they're still getting used to, you know, so much pushing themselves really um, getting their heart rate up and so I could tell that she was just getting a little agitated she was just moving a lot and kind of would take a lot of break um, so what I did was I offered to have her hop on our bike that we have in the room instead of doing the same exercises as everybody else she seemed really interested and she hopped on and I had her on there for just about a minute or two and then after she got off uh, she actually asked me, 
Christine, may I just please use your bike again? And it, to me, I was like an aha moment because she hasn't even tried our spin class yet. Mm. So it, it was really cool to be able to share that with mom. Like, by the way, she is absolutely loving the bike. I told her the same story. And now mom's planning on bringing her next week mm. because it's just another way to get her motivated. If that's something she, she likes, let's right. start there. So really just trying to personalize it and figure out what, what is going to be a good goal for them. Yeah. A lot of tangible, I think, yeah. um, you know, I guess props or, you know, adaptations are helpful. Like when we're doing yeah. squats, you know, yeah. providing them a chair if we need to, because some of them just have a hard time knowing how low to go uh -huh. or, you know, what it is we're asking them to do. So giving them a target, whether it's a, a step or a chair or even a big dumbbell, whatever it is that we have um, nearby, you know, I think providing that as well. But it's like Kristen said, I think, knowing them really uh -huh. well is, is the most important thing. And I think we're able to do that because we do keep our instructor to ratio or to, to client ratio really low. So um, we typically have one instructor per five at the most. Um, and I would say, you know, most of the time we have uh, two instructors or, um, you know, whether that's an instructor and a, an assistant or a volunteer, um, we do have a, a great base of volunteers that do help us and, and we couldn't do what we know without them. them. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, no, that's awesome. It, it sounds like you all have a ton of uh, uh, ways that you're kind of meeting each kid's uh, uh, unique needs. Those, those, yeah, it sounds like you're able to bring in a lot of your APE kind of background to make sure that that's happening. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm really, really impressed with the program. It sounds like, I mean, I, I'm really impressed with how successful, I mean, um, the fact as well, like, I mean, that you have a spin class for all the kids we're coming into. I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, that it's being great bilateral class, coordination. You know, like that's, <laughs> I mean, that's a good workout, you know? Yeah, class, it's a awesome. really good work. Our members just did, I mean, we, we kind of joke because the parents, I think, are sometimes always surprised at how sweaty they come out. We're like, we are working here. Thought <laughs> <laughs> I'd yeah, wanted to sure, tell, sure. Um, ask about um, our member who had so much success with losing weight with you. Yes. Um, well, I can't take all the credit, but he had a motivator. Um, but he, uh, before I knew him, he he was he was much heavier. Mm -hmm. um, and then he started working out with me on a regular basis and he's lost a hundred pounds plus yeah. at least a hundred pounds. And he is a machine. He is a, so, so just at it a hundred. He is a hundred percent every single time with everything he does. He never stops moving and his, no. his endurance yeah. is amazing. Yeah. He definitely is a great example for a lot of people and, doesn't yeah doesn't pull <laughs> that is really impressive. that's really impressive because yeah i mean obviously we, obesity is a really big issue with people with disabilities and you know yeah yeah and uh bringing it down and being that successful is wonderful for everybody involved um my, my last final question for you all is like so like you've been really successful so far like what are your plans in the next few years with uh, adapt fit I think our, our goal really is to um, grow our membership base beyond the, the core age group that we service today. Uh, you know, Kristen, is, as she said, you know, I think this whole program really started with, um, you know, the 
kids or, or adults who are sort of in that transition stage, right, leaving school and, and really having a drop-off in services and opportunities to either engage socially or exercise. And so that's sort of been our core group to date. We just have a, a great community and a great support um, in that age range. But we're hoping to, to start kids younger um, because if we can catch them younger, just like with any intervention, you know, the better off they're going to be, you know, in the long run. And so I think um, we're going to continue to push. We do offer classes for kids ages five and up. Um, so we're going to continue to push and, and try to pull our, our, you know, clientele um, from that age group in the door. We're also looking to start um, potentially a mommy and me class. So again, the younger I think we can, we can get them in the door and, and parents really educated about the importance of physical fitness, especially within the special needs community. Um, maybe we just don't get to the point where they have diabetes and, you know, they're suffering with the, um, you know, different side effects of, of being obese. So, uh, I think that's going to be our primary goal this year is really kind of growing that and as well as just growing our, our core group as well. I mean, they're, they're very important to us and not to say that we want to, um, you know, abandon them. They're, they're always going to be an important part of our, our, our program. But, and then on the opposite end of the spectrum, you know, we think that there's opportunities for um, a broad range of, of folks. And even when we think about our older community, um, maybe they don't have a, a true quote unquote disability that they've aged or they've been injured or they're rehabbing from, you know, a surgery or an accident. And we want to be able to provide everyone. Really, that's our goal is to provide everyone with access and a program that can work for them, um, even in a group setting. So the fact that, you know, Kristen and so many of our, our trainers have the experience adapting things or working with people from a rehab perspective, again, we just feel like there's, there's so much opportunity. So Really, I think it's just expanding, you know, who we can reach. We want to reach as many people as possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think those are great plans as well as like, it, it, it's wonderful that you're um, trying to just reach out more to that community. And, and, you know, I also like that you all have like, you know, done like the, you build it and they will come kind of thing. And, and it seems to really have worked for you all. And that's uh, really impressive. And I hope, I hope it inspires some people across the nation um, to think about kind of your model and, um, and trying to replicate it because I think that there is a, a large need and, and you're showing that there is a need by people coming and I think that you know I think throughout the nation there's a need like that but I, I think that there's a lot of obstacles a lot of times for us to make these successful programs so I love that and I mean you know just that you've been doing this for nine years um, or, or planning it you know Mm -hmm. um, shows the dedication <laughs> that needs to go in, in, involved. So, um, anyways, it I, is challenging. It's very challenging, and I think, um, you know, there were days. <laughs> there are days where we look at each other we're like, "What are we doing?" <laughs> but it's so worth it. It's so worth it. You know, we feel like they they need it, and um, you know, we're we're very fortunate that, like I said, that we found each other, and that we we all have a common passion and a common goal. Um, I don't think I, I know I could not have done it alone. As Kristen said, yeah, she no didn't feel like she could do it alone. <laughs> you know, nor could Mesa. So I think it's really, um, you know, the strength in numbers it definitely takes the village, and it, it was a big leap of faith. And uh, you know, we 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 are very very fortunate to have been as successful as we have been. Um, we do have plans to grow. You know, I think once we start, we, we fully anticipate, honestly, outgrowing our current space. And, you know, we're hoping to then, um, you know, open a second and a third yeah. and a fourth. Because, again, we just feel like this is important to everyone. 
Absolutely. And, and once again, I think that if you at some point really, really consider it, uh, you should look at, at going full state. You should look at going national because this is a, an epidemic, a pandemic that's, that's occurring across the nation is that you don't have resources to go to. Um, you know, not, and, and in addition, they don't feel like there's things out in their community. The marketing to right. them is also a big thing because a lot of people just assume that there's nothing that's going to fit their needs or their child's needs. Mm -hmm. um, right. So, so thank you for, for what you're doing and for coming on the show and, and sharing your experiences and, and your successes. Thank you for having us. Yeah, really thank you it. so much. And I, I have to say this Adapt Fit would not be here without Susie and Mesa. So I just feel beyond grateful for both of them. Um, it was just this little idea in the back of my brain all this time. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for bringing the idea to us. Yes. <laughs> all right. Thank you, everyone, for listening, as always, to What's New in Adaptive Physical Education. Uh, just letting you know uh, that we have a few extra episodes coming out very shortly and actually are already recorded. I just need to edit them and distribute them. Uh, one of them is... Um, with some friends of ours from the California State University, Long Beach. Uh, we'll talk about speech and language pathology and integrating that and collaborating uh, with those professionals in a PE setting. And the other one, we have a Louis Columna from the University of Wisconsin-Madison on to talk about working with Hispanic students as well as uh, a Fit Families program he has created that um, where he works with families of children with disabilities and gets them the whole family physically active. All right, I hope you all enjoyed the conversation and more to come.